Welcome in you cheap beggars to Discount, the bargain bin gaming podcast hosted by three hosts so small you'd think we were the tip at the end of an overly expensive Valentine's dinner. Nicely done it. It's themed. <laughs> I am your host and I pity the fool who has an argument with my son because I'm party. Josh, I'm your host and I'm sitting next to me plugging into player two. I'm just burning blisters in my hand, spinning the stick and then contacting Nintendo for my complimentary glove. I'm Darren, and uh, terrorising the neighbourhood with her chainsaw Resident Evil 4 controller. (laughs) I've invited five families over for a party, my kitchen is on fire, I'm ignoring my bladder points, and my diamond is orange, it's Karis. We're here, we're back for another episode of our fighty episodes where we're fighting over fighting and fighting and fighting. It's fighting, but it's not fight, because we've done that previously. Um... (laughs) Yes, we're back uh, for another one, and we're all very excited for this week. Yay! It's great to see you all, guys, and hopefully we are actually recording this time. There was um, issues with the last recording, so you might be able to see us on YouTube. Yeah. Um, but thank you for coming along, and let's start off, as we mean to go on, by looking into the past, ready for the future, and jumping into the vault. Can we have some help, please? <laughs> I have a question. I think um, that's longer than our normal intro Because we're music. jumping into the vault, does that mean that we are taking a running start or is the door on the roof? It, uh, <laughs> no, no it's, it's on the floor. Okay. Oh, wow. Oh, it's like jump down. Jump down, yeah. just jump down. And we oh, come out like... Yeah, it's a, it's a basement. Like, yeah, we're like Mario. We come out of a pipe at the end. Like, Whoa. Yeah. My dude, I'm nearly 32. My knees can't do down. And then, and then in time... <laughs> My knees can't do down. They can't do down. <laughs> we make sure that the games put the lotion on their skin. <laughs> or else it gets the holes again. Yes. Um, and it yeah. damages the discs. It's a real shame. We're looking down at these sad, sad little um, games that have been left in this dark pit cellar yeah. that have occasionally get to come out on our Twitch stream. Mm. Um, but we are throwing another game down there. Um, a game that I have forgotten to bring with me. Oh, if we're throwing it, that's probably what damages the discs. That's damage. probably what it is. Yeah. Um, but we're looking back at Non-Human Protagonist, which was our last yeah. episode, which had Sonic Generations, it had Pokemon Mystery Dungeon DX, and it had Medieval mm-hmm. as our non-human protagonist, which yep. were different varying levels of non-human and got some people very angry last time, but yep. will not delve into that. We won't talk about the member of the podcast that um, completely stewed the pot, though. I know, how dare you, Karis? <laughs> but yes, we looked at those three, we put it out to the vote, and by a put out to vote, I did on my own socials and everyone else forgot. You just kept yes. us out of it. I'm so sorry. But on the plus I'm side, not. I now know who what people think is the best game of those games. Okay. Um, one of those games got a staggering zero votes. Cool. Um, and I won't say what it is, but we'll all know what it is. Um, what do you reckon, What in your mind, what deserves to go in the vault of those three games, would you actually say? I would say Mystery Dungeon. You think deserves to go in so the vault? So would I, I just because I think there's a lot of love for it. You're both wrong. The one that won was Medieval. Oh, so yay! Medieval is joining... I love Medieval. All right. The one the one game that got zero votes in our last episode is the one that everyone thinks is actually the best game. No way. Yeah. Nobody's played it is the problem. Oh, yeah, okay. Everyone's played yeah. it. They've all got some nostalgia with it, so it's it's going to sway the votes. But we take it on the chin. We, we mm. believe you. We yep. understand that you think you know what's right. And we appreciate, <laughs> appreciate that. What we're doing here is we're putting it in the vault. By which we treat it as prison for being the most human of the non-humans. Yes, it was. Being locked away for life. 
We've put it in there. We've thrown <laughs> it down there. Stay in your hole, medieval. You deserve to be down there. And should we close the vault? Yeah. yeah. Pocket gravel today or not? No, no. No pocket gravel. We'll just have to get out the pipe instead um, as we move from the vault into the genre. So, yes, we'll get into the actual crux and the main part and the body and the soul. Let's just crack open those ribs. <laughs> I don't know. It's what dark. the fuck is happening? You, you are a violent... You're in a violent yeah, place. I'm, I am. But we'll move into this week's genre, yeah. which is... Keris, what is the genre? What are we doing? What is the episode? Uh, <laughs> I forgot for a minute. Pa- believe it or not, it's party. It's party. Thank you, Keris. <laughs> really disrupted by the um, <laughs> yes you got <laughs> that does sound like you uh, ribs you just got it's distracted like, it's like me at barbecue place yes <laughs> finger licking good yep um, <laughs> but we'll move across to Darren hi who can tell us what party is what is party uh, it's a party it's like <laughs> a gathering or something I don't know. it's something Darren's never been invited no, to no I'm, I'm not familiar with parties honestly um, so yes party party games you know games for multiple people to play in a fun um, yeah. environment gathering you know, yeah, where you I get said. You get friends together, you play on multiple controllers, you all compete to be the best, and that's what a party game is. That's what it? a party game is, yes. Is that what any of us managed to do? No. no. No, we didn't. We all took the word party and went, I bet that we can find games with parties in there. Yeah. And I don't think that's what we were meant to do, but alas and they, alas. They all technically involve multiple people. Yeah. <laughs> Either playing or in them. In in the in the smallest term for the game I played, I think. Yep. There's a, there's there's people a party in it. there. There is a party. I'm just saying, like lots there's of people. people. Yeah, there's not a lot. <laughs> there's not yeah. a lot of people in it. There are. It's people. like a small gathering. But yeah, that, when do you to think get of... together? Yeah, like a catch up. Can we just restart and like retitle this get together? <laughs> <laughs> no, because I think only one of them is right for that. Okay. Yes. Um, is it? I don't know. Anyway, yes. we all selected games for each other um, yeah. and games that maybe not fitting with what we thought it was going to be, but games that we felt would be fun to play mm. regardless of what it is. Um, what we'll do, as we normally do here, is we will go around and divulge what game we've received mm. in the order that we received those games. Yes. Um, and I believe the first person to receive their game was Darren. Yeah. I believe that is correct. Who received a yes. lovely little game from me. A lovely little game. A, uh, a classic, many would say. Mm. Um, I received the lovely Heavy Rain. Party game. Party game. Party game. Yes. <laughs> but outside of the obvious party game elements that yeah. is Heavy Rain, um, what is Heavy Rain? Uh, it's when there's a lot of rain. Cool. Yeah, I thought we is... were doing the topic again. No, sorry. no we're not doing the topic anymore. Um, no. Okay. Uh, Heavy Rain is a game starring four people. You okay. play as four characters throughout the game. Well, technically five, but four main ones, mm-hmm. uh, all of whom have various connections to crimes involving the origami killer, who is a man who kills people and leaves origami. Yep. It's pretty self-explanatory. Like a piñata. Like a piñata, but with death. Yes. Your four characters are Ethan, yep. who is a lovely suburban dad. Uh, yeah. Norman, who is an FBI agent. Uh, Scott, who is a detective. And Madison, who has just a terrible time of things. But she is a yeah. journalist. Yeah. She pretends to be a photographer. Mm. We won't worry about that. No. Because that tricked even me. Did it? Yeah. <laughs> I got really confused because I'm like, no, I'm sure I I'm sure you're something else. And then the reveal came and I was like, oh, I, I was right. You okay. were right, yeah. 
<laughs> and um, basically, the crux of the story is that uh, Ethan's son, Sean, gets kidnapped by the origami killer, and everyone is sort of connected to this case. Yep. So you have uh, Ethan is obviously looking for his son. Uh, Norman's working with the FBI to try and find out who the killer is. Madison is a journalist who wants to cover Ethan's story and sort of embeds herself within his life. And then uh, Scott, Scott Shelby, PI, has been hired by the victims of the families. Um, the victims of the families? The families of the victims. Yes. He's been hired by ghosts. <laughs> yeah. uh, by the families of the victims to try and work out what's going on. Yeah. And this feels like a precursor to games. Obviously, other games they've made. Uh, I believe this is the first big game from Quantic Dream, yep. who then went on to make Beyond Two Souls and Detroit. Become Human, yeah. Yeah, and it feels like another precursor as well to games, uh, the supermassive games, like Until Dawn and Yeah, that. very yeah. much so. It's the same sort of vibe. It's like a choose-your-own-adventure-esque thing, mm. where you go through a scenario, it's a lot of quick-time events, it's a lot of dialogue choices. Strange controls. Very strange controls. Yeah. Why does a game in 2011 have fixed camera and tank controls? <laughs> <laughs> It's not Resident Evil 1. What are we doing? Um, but yeah, it's very story driven. It's very, you hop between people at sort of different times in the story and see different perspectives on things. They cross over in some ways. There's only one crossover that I found really interesting and I kind of wish there was more of it yeah. in that way. So you have a lot of like two of the stories intersect. So I said, Ethan and Madison spend a lot of time together. Norman... Uh, eventually sort of comes into terms with Ethan because he obviously goes to the police looking for his son. And there's a really fun one later on where you, in detective chapters, you go into a club as Madison and have a conversation with a guy. You then go in as Norman and you find DNA traces that Madison has been there. Right, And you're like, that's cool. This Mm. all the story comes together. I'll get more into the actual gameplay and elements of the story and various things. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, it's a really interesting story. Really cool to be in it. It's kind of cool how it develops in certain ways uh it has its problems yeah but we will get to those as yeah. well shortly yeah. understandably um and that's the thing it's, it's a 2011 game it's the first of its thing it's gonna have yeah exactly yeah. jittery bits um where does where's who's jason in it is jason his son jason jason is his son yeah. you said sean i think when they're, we they're two of them oh yes mm. they are i have yeah. i have not played this game in about five years so sean has two sons not sean Ethan. Ethan. <laughs> Ethan has there's a lot of lot of names. Uh, Ethan has two sons. One of these sort of opening elements in the game is you go to the mall with your sons and, and uh, Jason, yeah. Jason gets hit by a car. Yeah. Poor Jason. Yeah, uh, poor Jason. Jason. Uh, also there's a pie. <laughs> there is also a party. A but we'll discuss that in most accurate. Yep. <laughs> that's gonna be it's it. a pie. Oh, what, what a shit show that's gonna be today. Yep. Um the next person to receive their game was my was myself. <laughs> it was not me. Um, and it was from Keris. And it was not surprising. The first opportunity she's had to bring this game in. Yeah. I got Resi 7. Nice. It does mean that she can no longer buy this for any other genre. No. Any other thing. Which is probably a blessing in disguise. Because yeah. it might be more accurate in other genres that show up. I hope the one we pull today is something like survival horror again. And you're like, oh no. Yeah. <laughs> when we eventually add... Uh, Slightly offensive to hillbillies. It's <laughs> yes. gone. Hillbilly killers. Oh, oh no. What a shame. <laughs> or hill killies, as they should be called. Um, Concerning women in wheelchairs. Damn. Yes. yes. But yes, Resident Evil uh, 7 Biohazard. Yeah. Um, it's the new reimagining of Resident Evil following on from the terrible mistakes that are six. Yeah. Um, it's the fir- it's a first-person survival horror um 
where you play as another guy called Ethan, but Ethan Winters this time, him chasing after his long-missing wife, going to a derelict plantation and finding an infected family, and him dealing with the atrocities of these four-slash-five people, mm. really, there that he has to make his way through and come to terms with who he is and trying to get his wife Mia back. It's first-person horror survival at potentially one of its finest. It's very well put together. This is obviously the PS4 version. The PS5 version that have they have now released for free upgrade is a better one to play with right mm-hmm. now. Um, the graphics are a lot nicer. The hair isn't as weird as is typical Capcom style mm. styling hair. hair. Yeah. yeah. They've done a lot more. But yeah, it's clearly sort of very inspired by like the Evil Dead and things like that. And it's got a bunch of uh, DLCs in there. But it's a game that has been out and I think is widely discussed by people since its release. So most people will know all the bits there. But yeah, it's standard umbrella are involved in the loosest possible way for the mm-hmm. first time um, and it took a lot of people by surprise because it shied away from its standard the, the foray it had moved into because the first one was very much was survival horror resource yeah. management mm-hmm. two very much similar then it starts getting a bit more bombastic and this then goes let's pull it strip it right back but they made it first person which a lot of people didn't quite like mm. um but yeah that's pretty much it you just work your way through um a different sort of series areas of this plantation dealing with the different members of the family slowly uncovering the truth of what's going on there before you try to escape or is it even possible it does have multiple endings as well it i mean do. In the loosest term, it's got two endings, really. Yeah. Yep. In the loosest possible term, it's got two and different endings. There's a party in it. And it does have a party <laughs> in it. And a lot of guns and a lot of things. And yeah, it's it's good. And it's like one of their most successful um, ones, which has now and obviously made Resident Evil 8 Village, which has also received rave reviews. And I think a lot of people prefer that to 7. And a lot of people prefer 7 to 8. Mm. And it's a very divisive, divisive topic. Mm. But yeah, that's it. Biohazard. <laughs> but the last person to receive their game... Who would have guessed... <laughs> Who would have been shocked that it's a game coming from Darren that would be the last one? I could, before I start, I'd like to take you into my mindset when I received this game. Okay. Okay? So bear in mind, obviously, I bought Josh's game. I live with Josh. So when uh, Josh was buying Darren's game, I was aware of what was being bought. I was aware that the party games that we were doing were quite loose. Um, very dark really in content heavy rain I've been watched play before I knew it was dark (laughs) Resi 7 is my favourite game I know how dark it is and I was thinking shit this is going to be a really dark episode because like if Darren's goes down any kind of same path this is going to be a dark dark game I I feel like I nailed the brief yeah I received this game (laughs) (laughs) I opened the package and Josh was sat on the sofa behind me I already knew what it was and I just went, oh my good God. And Josh went, it's a PS3 game. And I said, yes. And he says, what is it? And I'd like to show you. Without the disc, because it's still Without in the, the PS3. Without the disc, it's still in the PS. I got Lord of the Rings Lego game. Yay. <laughs> Which cool. is very different in feel. Yeah, I, yeah, I think so. Yeah. Totally different. And I'll be yep. honest with you, given actually the conversation we've just had, I actually feel like the tonal shift was needed for yes, a time. Probably. Yeah, probably. To be fair, it is similar to Heavy Rain. There's also a lot of names in that. Yes. Yeah. But no one called Ethan. No one called I think Ethan. you'll find we follow the story of Frodo Ethan Baggins. Yep. Yes. So. <laughs> All right, I take it back. Yes, it's lots to do with it. <laughs> cool. Okay. So, um, what happens in Lego? <laughs> well, it's pretty standard. It's a Lego game. 
It's <laughs> <laughs> Rings. I'm not going to go through the whole plot. Uh, people, people know the plot of Lord of the Rings. This essentially follows all three of the films in standard, humorous, not taking itself seriously, spoofed kind of versions of the three books and movies. Um, the movies, not the books, really. Um, and it's just good fun. You can um, you can play this co- couch co-op as well. There's always an option to get a second yeah. controller in. Um, if not, you just kind of are able to switch between the characters that are available to you for that moment. So, um, you know, it starts with the big battle. You can kind of go between Isildur and um, oh, the, the elf guy, Liv Tyler's dad. Forget what his name uh- is. El- Elrond. Elrond, Elrond, that's, that's it. it. Elrond. And um, <laughs> oh, Steve Tyler. Yes. Steve Tyler, yeah. Um, yes. <laughs> and you can go back and forth between those two because they both have different kinds how, of abilities. How do they get to each other? Do they just walk this way? Good. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Yes. <laughs> and then when you are in that's the, it, that's in the, done for the episode in wow. Hobbiton, you've got the option to kind of switch between Frodo, Sam. Mary and Pippin, mm-hmm. um, and they all have different abilities. So it's it, you just switch between them as you go along, and it is it's good fun. It's the, great. The real question is: Is it as good as the Lord of the Rings games? Two Towers. Oh, it depends on the Lord of the Rings games. Yeah, it does. Two some Towers. Are good, some of them are already bad. Oh, I mean, you know, the original like Two Towers yeah. and the Two Towers uh, game Return is the, the standout from the three. I found, but well, Return of the King's basically the same, and Fellowship of the Ring is weird in comparison. Yeah. Yeah. Anybody play Third Age? Uh, no, I think it's a lot of fun. Cool. But yes, so it's Lego Lord of the Rings. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And absolutely. is there a party in it? There is a party in a different sense. Yeah. It's not a party as in a physical party that you see in the two games you have. It's a party of people. Ooh, that's, Ooh. that is a different way. And it's a big old party Do too. Do you get to celebrate um, Bilbo Baggins' 11th birthday at the beginning? No. That's a shame. That's a shame because otherwise you would have had an actual party in there. Yeah, no, no, unfortunately. (laughs) Not to start it already. But yeah, these are our three games. We have Lego Lord of the Rings, Resident Evil 7, and um, Heavy Rain. (laughs) And if if we'd gone, hey guys, work out what our genre is from this, I don't think you'd have got it. Um, Outside of that, were there any games you were thinking of getting but didn't go for? Uh, Mario Party. Mario Party. Right off the bat, I went Mario Party. It's expensive. It's hard to get. I immediately shelved that idea. Mm -hmm. I then looked at uh, Final Fantasy in the same interpretation of Party. Brilliant. Yeah, Yeah, I like that. Uh, I also looked at Pokemon in the Mm -hmm. same Same interpretation of Party. You thought, I'm buying Vicarious. Let's buy another Pokemon game. Yeah, Vicarious is already (laughs) a bit oversaturated on Pokemon. And I wasn't going to throw Vicarious into another fucking Final Fantasy. Especially because it would be the older ones. Yeah, which are... That would be brutal. Tough. Um, but yeah, that was that was about the extent of it. Yeah, I, I definitely had a thought about like WarioWare with it, yeah. um, and a lot of the good ones, not good ones, but the ones that you probably associate most with it, like I suppose a Jackbox or something like that, are that a very is, digital yeah. based. And I, I'll be honest with you, I had trouble with because the first thing that came to mind for me was Resident Evil Seven because I knew the party was in it and I wanted to fit it in there some way. However, as you say, Jackbox, like I found this one really hard to research because whenever you type in games with party it yep. just comes up with party games and all i was getting was jackbox yeah. and yeah overcooked moving out which are all great games and probably more what i bet you expect but i suppose we've all gone a little off kilter which might make it more yeah. fun like the problem as well is a party game sort of in concept requires multiple people it does yeah. so yeah. it's hard to sort of buy it on the one off when a lot of it depends on also having the people, people there with you yeah because so it's like buzz yeah yeah 
that's a classic party game. But it's a quiz game that you need multiple people for. And yeah. that's and it. It's more about the experience of playing it rather than the game. I yeah. think if we'd actually bought a bunch of party games, we'd have arranged a day for us to all meet up along with this, and then we'd mm. all have played it. But, you know, it doesn't matter. We've no. got these, and we've all got um, different ideas. Party standouts. We've got party standouts. I mean, oh, yes. Anyway, should we go and argue about them? Yeah, let's, let's go do fight it. about them. Wait. Round one. If you haven't been here before um what we do now is we now argue over four different categories to try and assign the most points and try and win the episode with for ourselves first three rounds go to points to the person who purchased the game and the last point which is you know play of the game goes to the person who experienced it so <laughs> most accurate party game mm. um well two of them have parties in it yeah do they though not, I mean, not yeah, good parties do. <laughs> does it not have a party they no. set up a birthday party it happens off screen yeah, alright. You no. set up the party, she says, oh, his friends are coming at two, and then you immediately skip forward in time to a different day. So, do I, would I argue that that is probably more accurate for how we've all done this episode, where we've set up the party, then not had <laughs> <on> a party? <laughs> <laughs> it's accurate to the episode, I would say it's accurate to party. No, I agree, I suppose that's fair. I, I haven't played it in a while, and the second I thought of party, I was like, I remember there being a party, or at least set, I do remember I, setting up the party. I, like I played a little bit of this before and I remembered the party yeah and it was like a weird sort of like Mandela effect thing where I immediately skipped forward to them at the mall I went mm. where, where is the party do the party yeah what well, what a horrible realisation for me for absolutely misfiring well, then genuinely I was like oh they're setting up like they're going to come around you like play as part of the party and then yeah. you sort of or like going to the mall was part of the party. I always not. It's a completely separate day. But there is a party in this game. Yes, this was my justification for buying it. Yeah, I mean, Resi Seven does have a party in it. Um, again, not a very good party. It's a birthday party. It's where, not really your where, birthday. Where you're the only one there for your birthday. And it is essentially saw trap after saw trap. Sounds like and, my birthday. And party. the only part that is that is really a birthday is there is a cake that ex- explodes. And they sing happy birthday to you. In a rather disturbing manner, yes, they do. So there is a party, and that is with um, the brother, Lucas, um, section, which is the shortest section of the whole game, and you go in there. But you do get to play that party twice, one through a VHS and one on your own, because you do the VHS, and you learn how to get through it much quicker, Mm -hmm. which I think is a really cool mechanic in that game for that one. Oh, I forgot about that bit. But it's a nice little... And he does actually call it a celebration, by the way. Yeah, I'm not not denying that, but I'm saying, yeah, there is that birthday party there, and Mm -hmm. there are some balloons that are all grey. And And technically, you have that wonderful wonderful dinner party at the beginning that's you're what welcome. I thought you bought it for no so technically there's two parties because you've got a lovely dinner party at the beginning where they're trying to serve you actual humans no that's <laughs> lovely that is not a dinner party um, it's a dinner. She, she says herself Josh she prepared that meal especially for you and he won't fucking eat it. Yeah, you That's can't what trust he anything Marguerite. He's a son of a bitch. Yeah, can't trust Marguerite. Marguerite's terrifying woman. Terrible, horrible, worst thing in this game. <laughs> um, but it's not It's not really a dinner party. A dinner party isn't inviting one person round to a family. That's not a dinner party. A dinner party requires multiple people. There are multiple people there. The whole family. Grandma's there. Yeah, but they Don't all like live that. in the house. It's not, a, it's not a dinner party. What I'm trying to say is there is a birthday party that's yes. a fake birthday party that is just for you. So there is an element of a party yeah. in this game. Yeah. Um, and that is about all I would say is party in this. Yeah. You don't get any like cool like makeshift party weapons. Like you don't have like a flare, which is a candle mm. afterwards, That'd which is what I thought would be fun. But the- there is definitely a bir- At least the birthday party happens on screen. Although technically you ruin the birthday party. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. We shit on the <laughs> So really. you don't really have it. So we've got a birthday party that didn't happen yeah 
a birthday party that you ruin and, and it's a just dinner you. party. And then Lego. Now, I am going to defend this game a little bit, okay? Because I but will one say... one of us has to defend that game. <laughs> I will say, with this one... I'm an English teacher, right? And when you say party in this sense, all it is is a different interpretation of the word. It definitely means a party of people. And I could also argue as well that I get that it's not a party game, but the fact that there is a couch co-op thing involved means that you could play this as a social thing if that is what you wanted to do. Um... That you can't you can't deny that there's a party element in there. It's just a different element of oh, party than intended. you're not having to defend yourself too hard because I genuinely think that is the most accurate yeah, party same. game. Yeah, that's why I said like I wish I had one of us has to fight for our game because I threw mine under the bus immediately and you sort of didn't commit to yours much. It's because I, I think it's the loosest thing. I think because Lego Lego um, Lego 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 has the couch co-op you can play with multiple people having an element of that sort of party mm. style game. Plus there is the other interpretation of the word party where you do have a party of people who are going off and it is Lego and it is Lord of the Rings. It's fun. Yeah. Everything you know, the about it feels, is that, like, feels party. Unless I'm looking to like see someone's reactions to playing it, I'm not going to get Resi 7 out in a party. I'm not going to get Heavy Rain out in a party. Oh, you should. Do I want to go... Hey guys, I've got Lego Lego Lord of the Rings and it's funny as fuck. And um, we could kind of couch co-op it together. The only one here that we could argue is actually a party game yeah. and probably fits closest, closest with the word party is, is Lego. Is yeah. Lego. So I You're think right. the first point goes to Darren. Whoa. Yeah. On most accurate. Who to thunk? Who to thunk? Who to thunk? I, I mean, <laughs> I think I had a bit more of a fight if I actually had a party in my game. Yeah. But Sell RV. You live, yeah. you learn, you move on. I'm happy to come a little second place on that one. Cool. Um, should, we look- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> should we have a little look at value for money as our next yeah. category? So, um, should we go by how much we spent on each one? I mean, if you're watching this, you can actually see how much I spent on Heavy Rain. Yes. A nice £1.50. £1. £1. Um, it's not much. On Heavy Cheapest Rain. game we've bought. I think it is the cheapest yeah. game. Um, the joys of going to CX and it being in stock. Yep. Um, how much do you spend, Darren? I spent seven pound forty nine. Nice, seven pound forty nine on uh, Lego. Yeah. And how much did you spend on Resi Seven? It's like eight pounds fifty three. <laughs> yes, Good it number. is eight pound. I'm just going to pretend I'm not. Yeah, it's eight pound fifty three. Yeah, definitely eight pound fifty three. Yeah. Um, like should, three. should we have a little look? Um, so obviously, m- the cheapest game by far is heavy. is Heavy Rain. Yeah. But should we have a little look at how long it takes to beat these games? Yeah. Um, we'll start with Resi 7, as I actually happen to have that up at the moment. Cool. The main story, about a nine and a half hour story. Yeah. Um, the main story for all of them, so the main story for Lego is is 10 hours, and Heavy heavy Rain is 10 hours as yeah. well. So very similar length games. Uh, completionist, again, I think quite similar. Um, 24 and a half hours to get the platinum, they say, for Resi 7. Mm-hmm. Um, for Heavy Rain it's a little shorter at 21 and a half hours because yeah. it is multiple playthroughs and Lego Lord of the Rings is 33 and a half hours so it is mm-hmm. the most to do it yeah. um, but then we ask, argue do we want to do it multiple times do we want to do stuff like that um, the Resi so Resi 7 we have all gone and got the platinum on it Yeah, I think it has replayability of getting the trophies and yeah. the enjoyment I I don't think I'd play it multiple, multiple times because mm-hmm. you're not... Get, I do it twice to get the two different endings, which then get disappointed because they're basically the same ending, but not in a bad way. It's still a great story to play and I would do the speed run. Like, I would go for the platinum in this yeah. game. I don't think I wouldn't go for the platinum when I yeah. played it. Um, it's just one of those games that you go, yeah, I'll get that done. 
I like the fact that when you do this on Madhouse difficulty, it's all... It's like, different. the collectibles are slightly different and mm. stuff like that. Yeah. And the spawns of the locations of the creatures yeah. are slightly different. So mm. it gives you a different feel. I mean, yeah. the story's the same. Uh, I, I will say, I, I preferred that to... Like, I went and got the Platinum on Resi 8 um, yeah. this year. And I was really actually quite disappointed that they didn't do the same thing. Because right. by the time I came to do the Madhouse run on Resi 7, and, you know this is the thing for me for value for money I'm going to vote for that one only because it is my favourite game and I think yeah. regardless of how many times I've played it through I actually do play this game through from start to finish probably like twice a year just because yeah but you fun. only played this one game because there's something wrong with you <laughs> but like for me for me it's fun for me it was fun and but what I found really disappointing is when you do the Village of Shadows thing uh, run through on 8 is that they haven't done the same thing with with the Madhouse run things are different spawns are different Jack never fucks off um, and it, it adds another level of like yeah. being terrifying whereas Village of Shadows it was just like oh these these are a bit harder to kill yeah. and it was like and all of your bosses are now absolute bullet sponges which didn't make it scarier it just made it more frustrating which I which I get with this um, I was going to say with Lego Actually, I'll, I'll move on to Heavy Rain, I suppose, mm. if that makes sense. Because it's, I think the fact you, to get different endings, and there are different outcomes, there are multiple playthroughs you can do for it. It's whether you want to do the yeah. multiple runs. I, I personally enjoyed it, these games, and I, I play them several times to go through I it. I liked it. Yep. I would probably rather just go and look up the endings rather than play it again. Fair enough. But that is purely on the virtue that I played it once and got the good endings. Yeah. Mm. And I don't want to have, then have to go back through it and deliberately make bad choices. specific yeah. story points yeah. to get the bad endings. Yeah. And like, it is one of those things. I, I had a good time with it. I'll get more into that in the next section, the time I had with it. I would rather just go and look it up. Yeah. It's the same as like, if you did a choose your own adventure book would you then go from the beginning and go like oh i'm gonna pick option b this time or yeah. would you just like flick to the last page and go how else yeah i can like? i i can get that but it's the same way that i play until dawn or i play a quarry i want to play it through multiple times to see what happens it's for different people different people yeah. enjoy doing that and other yeah. people will get that one run and go oh this is what could have happened this is what could have happened. I, I think this like the kind of downfall in, in that way is that it has an explicit plot yeah. Until dawn, the entire plot is there is something in the woods killing these people, and therefore your entire focus is can I keep all these people alive? Yeah. yeah. In this, there is an explicit like story and a plot and a mystery. Mm. But everyone can die in it. Everyone can. Die in it. <laughs> I kept everyone alive. Not everyone. I did not. Manage. Not not everyone alive. No. One particular person died, <laughs> and I didn't know I could save him. Yeah. The fact that has this plot line, and I completed the plot line in the most satisfactory way the game pre presents it to you means I'm then less inclined to go back and do it other ways. Mm. Like, there are certain places, um, like a key part of it is Ethan has to go through these trials. Yeah. And you can back out of a lot of the trials. I did not do that. No, I didn't. Yeah. The only one I'm kind of interested to see is if you do most of the trials, but not all of them, yeah. you have, like, an additional scene. Mm. There's, like, four or five scenes but that I, I missed throughout the game. I think that's pretty... And that's what I like with it, is that there is the chance to play through, see bits you wouldn't do, whilst... Wait, with this, with uh, Resi 7, you're getting the same story regardless yeah, each time. Yeah, yeah. Um, the only one that's quite different to that is the Lego game. Yes. Where you're getting the sound story, and it's, obviously it's 10 hours to beat, and then 33 hours. And it's it's got the, I think it's got the curse of the Lego game, where it's like, 
can I be bothered to go collect all these million uh, this bricks? Was, this was what <laughs> my point was going to be, is that if I play a Lego game, I'm playing a Lego game because I want to see Lego's take on it. I want to see like the little funny bits that they put in. I want to see like the spoofed storylines. I want to put the stupid shit in. Do you know what I mean? But once I've got that, I don't personally know in the type of player that I am and I, I don't have as many platinums mm. or, you know, and I, I, but I do go into a bit of a completionist thing with a game that I really like. And I do really like this. However, I think that's the thing with a Lego game. It's like, what am I completing outside of like, what else is it going to give me other than this is really funny and you have to collect some cogs, you know? I just feel like if there was more there, yeah. I would want to do it. I, and I think Lego games are fun, but it's they again, are fun. Yeah. I think the real issue with Lego games is that you try and play it with two people and you never then get back together with a second person to finish yeah. the game. And that's not to not to have a problem with that. It's just other I like time. it because it's a different interpretation of completing it. With yeah. these yeah. two, they're like going through on a different sense. You're going through it in the same heavy rain to see the different endings or the different yeah. outcomes. Mm-hmm. In a Lego game, you're just making all the numbers big. And I like yes. that. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I, will, I will say it's one of those ones as well in a similar vein to like everything kind of being chill is that if you, if you really wanted to play something but didn't want to play anything that was like, I can imagine going back and being like, hey, I'll just go back and collect yeah, these yeah. cogs, you know. However, I will not say it serves value for money. No, yeah. I don't think that. In my mind, in my heart of heart, I want to go with Heavy Rain, um, purely because of obviously the price point, because it is less than 25%, it's like 25% of that game, if not, it's about 20% of the cost of that game, and you get the same amount of playtime, in my opinion. I know you argue that you get more out of that one. I would actually argue for Heavy Rain, probably, just because I think it has the most to see. Okay. Yeah. Resident Evil has different interpretations of how you can play it and different ways to play it. But that playthrough is the playthrough. Mm. The story yeah. is the story. Play Lord of the Rings is Lord of the Rings. Yeah. We'll play the yeah. levels again, but it's still the Lord yeah. of the Rings. I mean, the thing is, for me, I'm obviously I'm going to choose Rise of just yeah. because I, personally, and it's a hard one for me because obviously it doesn't count, but the, the amount of content that you get from like DLCs on there is insane. It's definitely the best Resident Evil game for, in terms of DLC, 100%. And as I said, I I have gotten so much value out of money out of this game just because I have played it so often. And but you know, I know I'm an anomaly for that. So like, yeah. to be fair, I would be gunning for Lego Lord of the Rings mm. if this wasn't one pound fifty. Yeah. yeah, and that is literally the only reason it's got. If in this there. was like a fiver, yeah, I think it'd be a much closer discussion. Yeah, oh, it's definitely a pound. It's a yeah. pound, and you've got at least ten hours of content fair, out of it. It does have the Kingdom Come problem yeah. that it is a ten hours only because it is woefully slow. Yes, mm. it's like five hours of story stretched into a ten-hour game. Yeah, because yeah. it lasts. Fuck, I, you could have told me I played this for twenty-five hours. And I'd be like, yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, <laughs> such a fucking drag. I mean, to be but, fair, there are elements yeah. of Resi with that as well. Though I will always say whenever I play through this game the bit that fucking drags for me every time is the boat bit yeah every time there is yeah. no need for it to be that long there is no need for it to be like why do i play that twice like it's just you're right you wait to talk about entertainment uh-huh. <laughs> i'm kidding I'm... <laughs> so the point um is going to heavy, heavy rain. rain heavy rain then so it's a point for me and a point for darren good starting right now it could be anyone's it's still i'm game. disappointed <laughs> Most entertaining is next. Most entertaining. Um, and that is one that you get the most entertaining. That could be like, you know, 
it is fun or it could be that it's the story or you just the general enjoyment the fear the horror everything it is what is entertaining i mean it's the same like movies are different i like so. that you made it explicitly clear it can be the story separate from the gameplay yes <laughs> <laughs> i thought i'd better make that abundantly clear yep so entertainment um should we move to the one that we think is the most party the one that's most potentially fun yes is um, it entertaining <laughs> it is it is entertaining. It's thoroughly confusing at times, which is when we talk about story being separate to gameplay, I will be perfectly honest, the gameplay on this is dog shit. Um, <laughs> PS3 game. It is, it, yeah, exactly. It's funny the other PS3 game is going to say exactly the same it, thing. It is. Yeah. The most, it, it pops you in at the beginning in the big fucking battle and just expects that you know exactly what you're going to do. So you are like switching between two characters. You're beating people up that are on your team because it's not expected. Explicitly clear who you're fighting and who you're not. The orcs. Um, it's the orcs, the, yeah. the Lego, Josh, <laughs> in a dark battlefield. They all look the fucking same. Do you remember when we said they weren't going to be shouting in this episode? This is how friendly fire happens. Oh, God, honestly, now. But it is... Those people, those people, bang, bang. I will say, the fact that the gameplay is shocking, and I will go into this in my play of the game, actually does help with the entertainment because it is so funny. And as I said, the thing, good thing with Lego games is that they just intersperse the story with all these like stupid fun humorous yeah. things so you go through it and you think like i'm not gonna lie when i got it i was like well, i fucking know what happens in lord of the rings i've watched the extended versions like 40 million times i fucking know and then they put these little bits in you think oh yeah no that's really good but this this has a real good mix of physical and just outright stupid vocal lines as is well. It, is this voice acted, this one? This one is voice cool. acted. Minimally, I will say, um, except for the bits which are literally like um, cutscenes that mm. are narrated. Right. Um, the actual in-story stuff is minimally voice acted. It's a lot of physical humour. It's it's just stupid. And it's entertaining <laughs> because it's stupid. It's so... It, yeah. it, well, it's fun to play. And I was taken... Not taken by surprise because I knew it was going to be fun because it's a Lego game. But... Considering when I got it, I was like, oh, fuck me. Um, I, I, you, you came in when I was yeah. playing it and you were like, you still playing this? I was like, yeah. <laughs> they games sort of suck you in. Yeah. They do this. They're, they're simple. They are, they, they prey on you knowing the story. I mean, if you go into these, I think not knowing them, you're not going to enjoy them as much. Yeah. I think if you go and like play, I mean, I was going to say the Jurassic World one, which is probably a poor choice because it's not a great game in general. But I enjoyed like, it. I just don't fine. think I, don't, I think it's fine but like if you've got ones which are Lego which are like the, the the Lord of Rings where you have that sort of love with that the Star Wars where you have the love you know like yeah, things yeah. you've got that you're gonna enjoy them more and yeah. I think it really preys on the simplest like bit which is good yeah so much fun Heavy Rain was it fun? was it entertaining? I don't know honestly um, I really struggled with this one for a while mm-hmm. um, I will say I ended up getting engaged in the story yeah. The problem was I got engaged in the story. There are 52 chapters in this game. Chapter 42 is what grabbed me. <laughs> I, a lot of this I played just because I wanted to get through the story. Yeah. And you, I wanted to. It's hard to give, I think, this game any sort of response without knowing how it all works yeah. and wraps out. And yeah. like, the problem with it is, is um, there's a whole thing about uh, games which are clearly, they just wanted to make a movie and they didn't, so they made a game. Yeah, and a lot of the later ones of these do fall into that as well. I think so. This yeah. feels especially like that because there's a lot of what I would call busy work, right? Yeah, where, like you are the FBI agent, so you have to go investigate a crime scene, but it's so fucking slow. It doesn't change in you the newer just games. Plod around. You yeah. look at these evidence, and he goes, "Oh, that's not relevant." It gave me real LA noir vibes. 
It's where you pick up something and he goes, well, that's not fucking important, and then puts it down. It's <laughs> it's so much. I mean, I think it even gets potentially worse in Detroit becoming human because like you've got you've got all this wonderful scope that you could do, with it and they're still like. Well, turn on my glasses. Now I'll walk around and look at this area, like Mister mm. Robot. You're like, oh, come on! It's they got so much. They have so much, but they do know how to waste time. Yeah, there's just a lot of it. There's one in particular. Um, I want to complain about the scene immediately after I played it. Yeah, there's one where you, as Norman Jaden, my least favorite character, because he has the emotional range of a teaspoon. Yep. He's yep. Nothing. <laughs> he. They go to investigate a. A potential suspect for the origami killer and you go into his apartment and he is a religious nut he has crucifixes all over the world i like this scene in my in, in memory i like this scene because um, it feels very much like a bunch of films that i've watched you know yeah, he has crucifixes all over the wall and you can wander around and look at his stuff clearly this is time gated so after a certain amount of time the guy comes home i looked at all the evidence i got two minutes before that so i was literally just stood there going did i break the game Going to leave, <laughs> and then the guy comes in. They have a confrontation. He pulls out a gun. You talk him down in the funniest fucking way. Sometimes you talk him down. <laughs> Sometimes you. I actually, I look this up, and he doesn't. He no. never shoots. No, no, but you can fail and talk you him can down. Fail other ones, yeah, um, and he then puts the gun down. You arrest him. You take him away. Never comes up again. No. That guy's never mentioned. The event is never mentioned. I think the only reason that scene is there is to inform you that the lieutenant you're with is an asshole. But yeah. you know he's an asshole because you've interacted with him three times before when he's an asshole. That entire scene, worthless. It really does make... It's, it's almost like they try to make a living game. So, like, everything... You just experience the day that they're having. Yeah. Like, you're going to experience every part of their day whether you want to or not. Yeah. I get it. I understand it. But I agree with you. It feels like it's a TV show where they've gone, God, we've got to make this 12 episodes... Really, it's an eight-episode thing. This seems like the inner workings of James Joyce when he wrote Ulysses. Mm, no, because I like Ulysses. The thing with it is, it's clearly intended <laughs> to like root you in the characters and yeah. root you in the events. And half the time, that's really good. When you're doing Ethan's trials, mm. that is great. There's a trial where you have to drive the wrong way down like the freeway. Yeah. Yeah. That is insane because you have to do... like It's all like motion control quick time events yeah so you have to like steer the wheel around cars as you're going yeah and to be fair that is very unresponsive so yes, hit like is. three things because you go done and the game goes no nope. we haven't quite worked this out on ps3 or yeah it. um but I, then like the other times you're madison you walk around her apartment you have a shower you nearly get killed and it's a dream yeah and that's never brought up again that's never important yeah it's never relevant i think okay. the okay. issue with this with with heavy rain compared to what lord, lego lord of the rings is the fact that we all know lord of the rings i really like heavy rain because there are so many nods and homages to a million different like crime and films and stuff like that which if you're not someone who watches a million films like i do you're gonna miss stuff that you're gonna go oh this is just yeah. a standard yeah. it's not I, trying to nod to anything i you know? just i feel like i would have had a better time if it was shorter. watching half of it and playing half of it and right. i would have cut out some of like the superfluous bollocks. yeah 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 it's just doing a lot of stuff which again is more acceptable in tv and film yeah because you're establishing a lot of things right but one of the things afforded by the medium of the game is you don't already... need a lot of that because you are playing as them yeah and you sort of impart a lot of that yourself right so you have a lot of time which is cool to watch as i said i think i would have preferred to watch this i think it's it, it, what it does it stumbles over the hurdle it's created for itself which is making a new sort of medium yeah. of game essentially watching yeah. it would have been cool and there are mm. bits which are better to play than to watch yeah but yeah just a lot of it is i was entertained by the story once it started to pick up but a lot of it is dragged down by 
taking a bit too long to get going. Right. Yeah. And no one has any personalities. You can't love them. Wait until I talk about this Resi 7 yep. bollocks. God, I can't see how anyone likes this. As Carrie said, it's her favourite time, uh, favorite game of all time, which must mean it's a pretty pretty solid game. It must be entertaining itself to make you want to play it that many times. Yeah. I was happy to play it four or five times. You were happy to play it four or five times or however many times to get the platinum. I think the initial run of it is a really nice, good story. You feel helpless at points. There is, I don't think at any point do you feel overpowered, which is always a concern with these games. They've balanced it quite nicely. Mm-hmm. I mean, by the last sort of run, I had so much ammo, it didn't really. Like, you know, yeah. I'm just blasting through the guys. I'm not having any concern and worry about it. But in the first run, when you're trying it out for the first time, going through all the elements, it's so... It is really captivating, I think, the story. And the characters are all realised. And I know you're scared of Jack, Karis. You I think he's him. horrible. Me and Darren very much hate Marguerite. Yep. Um, I mean, there are characters that will genuinely pluck at that sort of phobia that you didn't realise you had to mm. make you feel uncomfortable. And it does it in such a good way. It makes you feel like you are in a horror movie, essentially. Mm. They've done a really good job of that. And there are moments where you think, oh... There's a bit of hope, then they pull it away like the cop shows up and then he's dead. And you're like, oh no, what do I do now? And you you go, oh, I've worked out what's going on here. No, I haven't worked out what's going on here. Oh, this is going to... No, that's not quite what I thought was happening. And it, it, it works and balances itself really nicely. I think it's one of the best survival horror games that has come out in many, many years. I'm trying to think of a better survival horror game than it, and there's very few up mm. there, but it is in the top tier yeah. of it. It does what it wants very, very well, and I think that's, you know, a massive testament to this game. Yeah. I think the story is strong. I think the gameplay handles really nicely in it, which you're never sure of in a Resi game. Uh, the graphics could be a little better, yeah. but that's because it's Capcom graphics at this point, which is a bit ropey, mm. which obviously have got better. I think eight's a nice technical yeah. upgrade. But you know what? For the time it came out, it looks really nice as well. And the soundscape and the voice acting is all right. The teeth are horrifying in themselves. <laughs> the vacant eyes that some of them have, also terrifying. But the different sort of levels of gameplay, getting to do the VHS is to see elements to help you work out where you're going forwards really well done you know and then you go to another area you go oh this is cool i can work that the puzzles are simple enough that you can get through without having to worry about what you need to do next you finally go oh this is clearly what i need i've seen one of these where do i go now like in the beginning in the first room where you have to find the dog heads you're like Mm. none of this has gone oh god how do i solve this you find another bit and go oh i've seen something like this i think the only puzzle that is not super clear for me, was, again, in the first section where you go into where the bodies are and you have to open, like, two of the yeah, two yeah. Of the things. Yeah. I think I got it the wrong way around, like, constantly. I was like, I'm doing it right. I was like, oh, no, I need to do it the opposite way around because mm. it wasn't as intuitive as I wanted it to be. Yeah. But that's just a minor thing and that's just me not yeah. solving the puzzle as quickly. However, I think everything else in it feels really good. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I don't know. My, my only... Complain about Resident Seven. I'm gonna let a complaint go in before. I, I was <laughs> gonna do a complaint as oh, well. Perfect. Enough, so. I do. I do love it. I think it's a great game. I think it suffers from its own quality, and then mm. the game peaks about 45 mm. minutes in. Yes, and then this it's was never that good again. Well. It's this almost like a downward mine. vertical in quality. From yeah, there. it, it just slowly gets from... worse and worse. Yeah, not bad. Mm. Never bad. It I... reaches like mediocre. Yeah, yeah, but... yeah. And I that was going to be mine as well. Is that like I think it suffers from what a lot of Resi games suffer from, and horror. in the and horror yeah. in general, yeah, for sure. Is that the first? I would say the first two sections, Jack and yeah. Marguerite sections, are 
superb. They are so good atmospherically, story-wise. They're claustrophobic. They're disgusting. They're genuinely scary. And then we get Lucas. When you leave the old house, and especially when you leave the estate altogether, it becomes not as scary i won't say not scary there you know i know i've complained about the boat scene there's definitely parts of the boat scene that shit me up yeah um it but it's 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 not as as good it it hits a kind of peak as you said 45 minutes in probably it's more more than that i would say marguerite's the bit that i i i still think the jack is better than the marguerite bit yeah i I think marguerite's scarier i think the jack bit is a higher quality yeah but like lead up to the jack fight it's so good yeah and then it just sort of steps downwards from there. yes it becomes as more of the truth unfolds in it i think it becomes a little bit less scary especially as you get it's little things like you get better guns you get more stuff yeah. as well and i think you know yeah yeah i think after lucas it changes genre that's that's yeah. the truth it's, it's no longer survival horror at that point like i said towards the end of the game you are a bit more run gun so like well, i it, should be all right you know it steps from being alien to aliens regardless of it dropping off i still do think it's the I, best I and most entertaining it's yeah. the most entertaining game of the three yeah um by a long way so i think the best points go to resi 7 i, cool. I would give mine to one that piece. Too, so cool one a piece which all comes down to play of the game which <laughs> Is not how you want to end this at all. Nope. Um, should we go over to Darren first? Sure. Or does, Darren, do does Darren feel like he's got this? Happy to do mine. <laughs> I, I, I don't think it's great, but it's. I'm, I'm happy to do it. So I think a lot of the time, this game tries to build tension and really does not do a good job of it. Yeah. Because it's very sort of ham-fisted. But uh, the, the play of the game for me, I don't know if they were intending to build tension here, but sort of a instinct of what was going to happen made this really tense okay so as ethan you're at the park with your son sean and what you've done up to this point is you have had uh ethan has had one of his kids die he's very sad he reads a newspaper article about the origami killer strike you then go to scott shelby who is looking into the origami killer who kidnaps young boys and kills them you then go to norma Jaden, who's investigating a crime scene of mm the origami killer who's killed a young boy conveniently ethan sure has one of them young boys as a son you're like well someone's getting kidnapped isn't he yeah that's very clearly where this is going so you're in the park and you're like this has got to be it right this has got (laughs) to be it and like you're sat with your son and he's he's an asshole because he's a little kid his brother's dead and he just seems sad all the time thinks you're an asshole and you're sort of trying to engage with him you're like come on let's go play on stuff let's go do this and that and every time the camera cuts away from the sun to Ethan, you're like, <laughs> is the kid is he gone? <laughs> and it cuts back, you're like, oh, it's fine. And then fucking the kid has bought a um, a boomerang from school, and there's a whole thing that like, he doesn't know how to use it. So you have Ethan who gets it, and he knows how to do it. So he throws it into the distance, and he's watching it, and the camera is panning this boomerang. <gasps> Ethan, your son's gonna get stolen. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it comes back, and Sean's still there. Like, oh, <laughs> okay. And then you go around, and it's like um. You go and like the merry-go-round, and you're pushing it, and he's sat on it, and it just like pans it on Ethan's face. Oh pushing my it, god! Like, he's gone. He's gone. No, he's fine. <laughs> and then you go to like buy him a yeah. bag of sweets, and you turn away to buy the sweets from the man. You're like, he's gone. He's fucking gone. It's the bags. He's fine. <laughs> and then you eventually yeah. have he gets like he gets on the um the uh, carousel. Yeah. And you do that, and then like a bit of story happens, and he is gone. Then he yeah. has been taken. He is gone. But it's just this moment Build of up. it kept fucking yeah. cutting away from him just oh after God. you've gone through the line of 
Ethan's clearly very attached to his son. There is a serial killer out here who is kidnapping children, and this is about the time he normally mm, does, does it. it. Yeah. So every time it cuts away from him, you're like, you yeah. Ethan, Ethan, watch your... Especially because the way that Jason dies... Is he's not Ethan takes his eyes off him. Yeah. So every time Ethan takes his eyes off of Sean, you're like, Ethan, watch your fucking son. He's <laughs> <laughs> still there. Do your job. <laughs> be a father. To be fair, I wasn't watching him very well because there's a bit after that where you have to tell the police what time he was taken and what he was wearing, and I got them all wrong. <laughs> <laughs> no fucking. You were spending too much time looking at Ethan doing do your job rather than yeah, you remembering the, you are yeah. Ethan. And then when he does go, you're like, oh, God, Ethan. Then, yeah. <laughs> Ethan. Ethan. <laughs> Alright. Alright, um Resi Seven. Um I have played this game several times, so I was trying to work out where it is. There are moments where I think we've already talked about it where I played it for the first time. I was in the jack bit in the middle of the night. It was around Halloween. Um I was running around and then a drum circle started outside the house because I was at Karis's parents, so her witches were there. I was like, ah! That's great. Um I really like the moment where you can pick up your hand mm-hmm. That's good, and just yeah. hold onto your hand. You're like, cool. Yeah, I saved that. Um, there's loads of great points in this and like being fed the food and the whole argument between them. The bath situation where Jack pops up again fucks me up. But the moment that makes me genuinely feel most terrified is with Marguerite's. Is it when she jumps through the wall? It's where she jumps through the <laughs> fucking window. You go, I feel fine. Oh, I have to go up the stairs. It doesn't matter how slowly you go up those stairs. Yeah. I try and go as quietly as I can. It doesn't matter. And she blasts through this window. You cannot avoid getting hit by her and yep. shoot her. But fuck me, every time. The first time it did, I think I literally dropped the controller. I think you, pa- you paused the game. I, you were I like, did. Oh. I pressed oh. pause and walked away. It, yeah. <laughs> and it just genuinely terrifies me that much, that moment. I think after playing about four times, I was I was used to it. But she is just a horrific thing to fight. It's this old woman that's turned into a spider who shows her maggoty undercarriage. Um, that yeah, maggot fanny. Her maggot fanny that you have to shoot several times. <laughs> yeah. It's just horrific and the problem was it was the um, at the end it was the one trophy I hadn't got was shooting her while she jumps at you so I had to keep playing this it was almost like the game was deliberately torturing yeah. me and I was yeah, like that trophy I understand how I feel as Ethan now I she, get it she is worse for it because Jack at least still looks sort of human she yeah. looks so distorted it's like it is gross. It like, is terrible. Okay, go on then, Lego. Okay, so mine's down to the shocking gameplay and also just sheer stupidity. But I legitimately laughed about this for about 20 minutes last night. And it's so stupid. Right, so it's the bit where... <laughs> What's it going to be? In the story, and in it, it, you, Sam, Mary, and Pippin. And it's the bit where you are hiding underneath the bank and there's the Black Rider yep, and yep. He's, he can feel that the ring is around. And genuinely, for a Lego game, I was like, whoa, this is tense, right? Because there's like... Um, there's a bit of light and you can't walk into the light because if you walk into the light, basically you have to jam circle because he's trying to put the ring on because he's like, I really want to do it. And then Black Red is like this and oh, it's, it's, it's tense, right? Fucking love jewelry. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and um, so there's a little raven over here as well. And all the way through it, as I said, it doesn't make it massively clear what you have to do. It gives you these little kind of elements of there's a raven over there. There's that, okay, so I clearly have to use the raven to distract him. But it doesn't make it massively clear what you're supposed to do. So for ages, I was looking around. Every two minutes, I was walking into the fucking light and I'm going to do this thing again. I was like, for fuck's sake, like, what do I have to do? 
And then you go, and randomly, I thought, right, I'm going to walk back and see what I'm missing. You walk past a rock, right? Now, much like in the films, Sam just fucking sticks to you, right? So they're like, what you can do is you can pick up the rock and throw it, right? So I was like, great, I'm going to throw it at the raven, right? To distract it, which turns out what you meant to do, what I you think. you got to do, right? But because it doesn't, it tells you how to throw it, but it doesn't tell you that you, you have to swing the camera as well, right? So I swear to God, I'm trying to be really sneaky and trying to make sure that this black rider thing doesn't hit me. And I reach the camera and Sam is here and I literally just go, Boosh! And I just <laughs> solidly hit Sam in the face with this massive fucking roll. Sam disintegrates <laughs> into a pile of Lego. The rock is on the side. And I'm laughing because Frodo is just on the camera like... Frodo <laughs> <laughs> will kill again. He, yes. he, he builds himself back up but I managed to do it. But it was just... I was so tense. I was like, right, come on, I'm going to do it. I just... It's Sam the double agent. It's like no. <laughs> it just made me laugh. It's not funny Some when you win. Houston starts playing. Yeah. <laughs> but honestly, I, I <laughs> it was a double-handed it's, throw to the it's face. It's such a classic Lego mover. Isn't it? <laughs> it just everything goes wrong there's, because the there's nothing is... more Lego than killing your partner character. Yeah, completely unintentionally. Also, to be fair, my other one was going to be when you're in that fucking battle at the beginning, and it's so overwhelming because there's so many people there, and I thought, yeah, I'm doing really well, only to find out that I've been beating the shit out of Elrond for about five minutes. <laughs> I like that. Uh, three very different plays of the game. Yeah, I, I don't know. The worst, but the strange thing is that you know, Lego. We all have that moment. We all do. Yeah. Resi, we all have moments that all stick out to us. Mm. And then, <laughs> then there's every rain. But then when you were telling that story, I did feel genuinely yeah. tense. Like, do you want to go with Encarus? As funny as mine was, I just think I would probably vote for yours only because we've all had that experience. Mm. We all we all know what that play of the game is like, but. I also think mine was fucking hilarious. It is, and it is. It's great. I love a Lego moment like that. I really do. But I also don't know how you killed Sam so fucking brutally. Oh, I really... Honestly, now, he fucking sat, fell like a sack of shit as well. It was really good. And I, I gotta be honest, I really like the Heavy Rain one because mm-hmm. I have... I remember that yeah. moment as well. But Marguerite literally... I got a horrifying creature. I, I think I'm pretty good for... Spare, spooky games and stuff mm. like that. I don't tend to like jump that much. I make the noise, but I just get on and it's all fine. This game, I, I don't think there's a game that was fucked me up quite like this. Mm. Um, part, but that might be more entertainment than that moment because there were so many good moments, and I don't think it's the moment that resonates. I probably would go for the heavy rain one mm. for myself. I Darren's going for heavy rain because then he gets the point. No, I'm not, <laughs> not only for that, but as I said, like for majority of this game. I didn't really give a shit yeah. about anyone because they all have no personality. I really cared for that fucking kid. I gotta say, I think it's a good play in the game if you can describe it and like that did got like, that reaction for build you. Yeah. The, having not played it myself. So cool. So we'll give it to Heavy Rain. I got a point. Darren wins yeah. the episode. Yeah. The most it's been so long. <laughs> the most shocking thing I think, and I think we're going to get this when we get the vote. I would be shocked if Resi Seven doesn't end up being the game of the vote. Yeah, I, I it think it's, I think it's the best game. I think the entertainment one, it's best game. 
Certainly, I think it's Heavy Rain second, then Lego. But anyway, <laughs> should we now move on to find out what we are playing next oh, time? Oh, I'm so excited about this because you've had this little glint in your eye. I'm eyes. really excited for this topic. I know. So, <laughs> um, one of our good dumb ones. Should we go into the random genre generator? The random yeah. genre generator. <laughs> and what are we going to be doing for the next episode? Okay, for episode six, the follow-up to the lovely party uh, episode... I think this is quite funny because last time we had um, games based on movies was episode six. Oh, is this? It's anime, boys and girls. Oh, it's oh anime bullshit. It's anime. Yes. Oh god, anime I bullshit. Yes. As our, as our generator. I oh my god. Really, I'm not looking forward to this one. Oh, I'm fucking bust. buzzing. Right. Oh god. I am excited for this. I've been I waiting for anime wait bullshit for so who's, long. Who's, I'm so broad. It's a shame that you're buying for me then. I know. It? <laughs> Oh my it's God. so broad. I'm really excited for this. I genuinely think I might be the last person to purchase for the first time in this. Oh, I won't count on it. I'm still here. Yes, I, I don't know much yeah. about anime games. I've, so. I've, got, a, I've got a route. So yeah. I don't know mm. how well it will land. We'll oh, I'm again. so excited. But oh, yeah. that's great. Join us next time to see how well. Not Next time we have another freebies episode, yeah. then we'll have that following it. So thank you for joining us for another episode. Um, Darren's got another point, which is nice <laughs> for him. I'm not sure where we all are in standings this, right this now. This is my first point but it's first episode point. one. <laughs> so I think Keris and Darren are tied on two and I'm on three. I might be wrong. I think so. Who um, knows? Maybe. Might be something like that. Who knows? I think I'm winning, but I don't know if I am. <laughs> uh, thank you for listening to another episode. Um, make sure to check us out on our socials. and Well, basically, our Instagram, which is at discountpod, two Cs, or at discountcaris, discountjosh, discountdarren. Two R's. Um, all with two R's. Thank you, Darren. <laughs> um, yeah, we don't all with two R's, just Darren with two R's. Yeah. So. I technically have three Cs. Okay. <laughs> that is true. Not not discount carries, no. no. Discount carries. And that's on um Instagram. Check us out there. Um and we'll we'll we post all our stuff about games. Darren posts his million platinums, Keris posts cosplays and stuff, and yeah. I just am there. And um then we also do check us out. We do stream on Twitch now, so come check us out on Twitch, which is, which is again discount pods on Twitch. Um we stream three days a week on Mondays, Wednesdays, Fridays. Wednesdays are episode games, so we'll we will be streaming these three at some point coming up um, as well as vault games um, and then on Mondays and Fridays we do Legacy Games where Darren is currently doing Kingdom Hearts yep. probably at the point of this he might be on Kingdom Hearts 2 we don't know where he is but I'd, or I'd just after on, one I'd be on Chain of Memories Chain of Memories um, I'm doing Demon Souls and Kirsten Pokemon Violet and that's pretty much it do make sure to share us subscribe like do all those things find us on YouTube as well where this episode hopefully will be at the point this comes out probably not it's probably delayed because I'm doing it Um, (laughs) but we appreciate all your love and support and we love chatting with you all so do find us on socials and we can have a conversation about whether we were right or wrong Yeah. Um, and I think that's everything cool yeah everything sounds right yeah I think so nothing else so thank you all thank you for being our player 4 and we will catch you next time bye bye bye